0: Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick. And recently, my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey, Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. All right, we are rolling with our latest episode of College Questions. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Today's question is How do I transition from high school to college? It's a great question. It's a timely question as thousands of students all across the nation are about to embark on a journey called college. And we know that's a significant transition. And so this is a great conversation and timely. And we certainly hope and pray that it's a blessing and encouragement to you. If you are not an incoming freshman, I would encourage you, even as an upperclassman, I hope and pray that it you hear some things in this episode that helps you in ways that you can encourage and speak life into those freshmen that you meet. And so without further wait, let me introduce our guest with us today. It's fitting uh, to have this guest with us. He has been on the podcast before, so this is a returning guest. Many of you know him, but I want to reintroduce him. My good friend, youth pastor of First Baptist Church, my favorite youth pastor in the world, Dusty Lindsey. Dusty, thanks for coming today. Hey,
1: thanks for having me, Justin.
0: <laughs> Man, it's awesome to have it's you. Good to be here. Man, it's good. And I am excited. You and I have talked about this. You know, we share a heart in that we want students to continue the journey mm-hmm. of life with God. Absolutely. And, and uh, just of making the most of, of that season of college. And so you know obviously it is a big transition and so there's a lot of ways we could go with it but what's something that maybe what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you well, think of you know how do i transition
1: yeah I, th- I think back to my own story you know um high school transitioning going to college um and uh you know i have some some things that that went well and also some things you know i have some regrets that that mm-hmm. i didn't really take advantage of and and um and so I, I really, de- I really never had anyone intentionally tell me to do some specific things. Okay. You know, and uh, and I think I think that's important. That's why I appreciate you know this this topic and and this platform uh, doing a podcast with this because it gives, you know, it gives the listeners, um, it it gives them some intentional things that they can do to sure. connect in college and to transition to transition well. Mm. And so. Um, you know, I mean uh, I think that's the that's the number one thing mm-hmm. is that you know that there there are specific things you need to really plan ahead and, and think about. And
0: may, maybe there's I just had this thought. You know, we're talking about as as freshmen, but let's be honest, a junior could hear some things and and they may have missed some of these things that they might Absolutely. implement and go, Hey, you know what? That's right. I mean we do connect with upperclassmen sometimes and they realize like man, I, I have heard this before. Man, I wish I would have done this sooner. Mm-hmm or that sooner. So yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. And and I think there's, everybody's different. Everybody's got different personalities and, you know, there's, there's kids who can't, or students that can't wait to get away from home and there's, and there's ones that are going to be homesick, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I, I think, um, in both of those scenarios, I think you just need to plan ahead and, and think through how, how am I going to make this a healthy transition to college? You know, uh, how am I going to make this, uh, it's, this is one of the, uh, one of the best times of your life. Man, college mm. for me was um, it was incredible. Mm. And I had so much fun in college. Mm. You know, I had to go to class and I had to make <laughs> the grades so that I could stay a little longer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it was just one of the most memorable times in my life. and I have I have memories for life from from college. and uh, and honestly, I mean, just to jump into uh, that transition is one of the one of the things I remember, going to college is um is the first thing and this this is not i do want to make a plug for this but this is not just to make a plug but i remember the very first thing i did when i got on campus is i went and played sand volleyball at the bcm (laughs)
0: nice i did man and i
1: in in the first two hours of me being on campus i met some i met some of the closest friends i was going to have for the rest of my years in college I think it's so important that, um, that you make every effort to meet as many people as possible in, in the first month of college. Mm. You know, that you get connected, that you disconnect from home, mm. okay? Even though you might miss home, you disconnect, maybe, maybe stay uh, at, on campus instead of going mm. back home mm. every weekend for the, first, uh, for the first month or two. Mm. And, uh, and just meet and get involved in campus life as much as possible. Mm. Um, and and meet the people that are gonna um, that you're gonna make friends with and, and be with and mm. and get involved in those uh, those opportunities that that will help you uh, encourage you in your faith. Uh, I think that's huge.
0: That's awesome. And what I hear you saying, well, I remember I think it was a couple of years ago they did a survey, and one of the key things that was on freshmen's minds was managing relationships. And there is tension there because they're coming from a world where, you know, and depending on how, where they go to school, sometimes it's different for different people, but you've got friends from high school and then you're meeting all these new people and how do you manage that? But what I hear you saying is like, yeah, like there's ways to have, to keep healthy relationships from high school. That's a good thing. But to not miss out on meeting other people and Mm -hmm. connecting in new ways and new places, are there some tips you think of, like in how to do that? Because I hear you say it, and I agree with you. Uh, one practical thing I heard you say was you went to a BCM event.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. I think. Are there other things you can think of that what what can help someone go? All right, I've got to get out. I've got to meet new people. I can't just, you know, stay in my bubble. Like I've right, got to break yeah. out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, colleges have you know all kinds of campus organizations, and I, I think I think those are good. I think those. Uh, you know any anything you do any group that you get involved in I think there's a level of caution that you need to think about and mm. is this is this group um, is it going to su- support a healthy uh, college life or is it going to uh, fill me with a bunch of regrets mm. in the future you know I mean I think you, yeah. you got to be careful yeah.
0: um,
1: uh, but I, I think early on it's important to meet as, as many people as you can and, and try to start finding that a place where, where you belong and that group that you belong mm-hmm. to. And, and I just think, uh, yeah, like the uh, – I don't know. For me, it was the BCM. I mean, that was Good. my family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's just that's just what I did. That's who I connected with first. I mean, that's where I went and ate on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that was where all my friends uh, that I connected to early uh, and – that was such a huge thing in my life. It was it was youth group away from home. Mm, you know, that's good. It was it was uh, it was family. Another another thing that I think is really important that someone didn't encourage me to do, and I'm uh, it sounds like I'm blaming them, but I'm really not. It's just that I, for some reason, I missed it. I, yeah, okay. I, I just didn't understand that this was important. This was so important. I knew it was important to do this, but it was so important. Is to go get involved in a local church mm. now. I would go to church occasionally, okay, yeah. uh, uh, but but I didn't get involved in a local church. And here's the deal,
0: mm.
1: I know this is crazy, but I was, I had already at that moment, at a senior in high school, I had already felt a call to vocational ministry, <laughs> okay? Wow. For some reason, it disconnected with me, why don't you go get... Involved in a youth ministry so that you can start growing and learning Mm. and being trained by someone who's already doing it. Mm. Um, And I just somehow I just missed that. And uh, Mm. so I went to church. I did not really get involved in a local church. I did get involved in the BCM. I was the worship leader at the BCM uh, for a while. But um, it would have been a whole lot better for me long term Mm. in my I think in my in my faith in my vocation mm. if if i would if i would have went and plugged in to a local church not just a campus ministry yeah. but a local church getting to know the people of that church and being a part of that church
0: i had a similar experience and i do remember going to church you know but it never crossed my mind to do anything beyond like go to a service and listen to the preaching like, I knew, like, go worship free, and we would do an occasion I missed, but it was like, that was the extent of my involvement, and I never was challenged or encouraged to like, hey, how could you serve that church, get involved with that church, get to know some people of that church? Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if I go and sit in a service, like, that's good, but that's incredibly incomplete on the opportunities that exist within the local church. I was talking with a student last, maybe two semesters ago. And this student represents a, what uh, what's going on with a lot of students, is that he was plugged into Small Group Bible Study. I think he and some guys were memorizing some scripture together, doing some really cool stuff. And it was awesome. But I asked him the question. I said, hey, these are great, man. Um, he, I'd asked him about local church. He said, man, I'm not really connected there. You know, I'm not, I don't really, I think the church had burned him in some ways. And I asked him, I said, well, listen, man, you're plugging into some really neat things. I said, now what's going to happen when you graduate? Because graduation was coming. And he kind of looked at me like, man, I don't know. Because that's the danger. I, I agree with you hardly because the danger I've seen is that if a, for a student who doesn't connect to the local church and they only grow spiritually connected to their peers and they graduate, then their spiritual growth just stops. And so, you know, I think that that's incredibly important and I'm with, you know, and I'm thankful for our church family. And I think we've got some awesome opportunities here. And, you know, to your point, I, I love Brad Branham, our BCM You know, minister, he has such a heart to help students connect to local churches. And I remember the first, when he first got here, you know, he had me and he invited like every Baptist church in town to, hey, bring somebody, let them tell the students what you're doing, what they can plug into. Mm -hmm. And I've always respected that uh, about him, that he really does see the big picture of, man, yes, I want students connected to BCM, but if they don't, they've got to get connected to the local church because I want them to grow spiritually for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And so that's a that's a great. Those are two things I'm hearing you say that are really good practical advice of, man, connecting with people, um, get to know people, meet people, especially that first month on campus, and then get connected to the local church. What else comes to mind for you, man? Just in ways that someone can transition well. In yeah, I think
1: I think there's some dangers that 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 can have a positive, um, you know, spin on them if if you if you treat them right. I, I think uh, you know as college students we we were all you know, early twenties mm. and thought we knew everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I fell in that camp and I'm sure, mm. um, there were people, maybe my parents, uh, maybe other, other people that, um, you know, just saw me maybe, maybe have kind of an arrogant view in life that mm. no one can tell me, um, no one can tell me what I know. And, and, and I think that's a danger because really, I didn't know mm. everything that I needed to know. Mm. I mean, I, I, I was, I needed to be um, more humble and teachable mm. uh, going into into college. I think that would have would have helped me quite a bit if, mm. if I would have had that mindset. Um, and so I think that that could be a danger of of going in. No one can tell with the mindset of no one can tell me what to do. I've I've got my independence. I've got my freedom, and now I'm going to do what I want to do. You know, I think that's that's a danger.
0: Well, I think that feeds into why you see so many students. There's a lot of reasons, but one reason why students disconnect from church, they feel like they've done that. It's like, I've done that part, right? I've done church. So now Absolutely, I'm going to do, I'm going to yeah. do this stuff over here. I've kind of got, and they don't realize they're, they're kind of missing out on the fact that as a college student, there are things you get to do and be a part of in a church family that you can't do until then. You know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I, I love our students who uh, end up connecting like, you know, whether it's serving in Awana or going on a spring break mission trip. I mean, it's fun to see them connect with other church members in a new way, in a new right. way because they they're it's they get to, I don't know, it's fun. But, you know, I think that's a, that's a big deal because you're right. I mean, all of us struggle with that for all of our life thinking we know everything. Mm-hmm. But for, there is something strategic about that season of life where, you know, you do. You kind of like, I got this figured out. I don't need anybody's help.
1: Well, and and back to our point about you know local church and campus ministry and that kind of thing. Um, when you get involved in local church, you you have the opportunity. Ho- hopefully, there's there's older adults there that would be willing to do this, but you have the opportunity to seek out a mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're just involved only in campus ministry, your mentors are your peers, yeah. who again don't know how, has just as much life experience as you've got, right? Mm. So. You know, if you're involved in a local church, I would I would encourage you mm. to seek out a mentor. Maybe, mm. maybe it's a maybe it's uh, someone that's in your field of study. Go spend time with them. Yeah, if they if they sure. lo- maybe they they love the Lord and hopefully they love the Lord and and they spend time with you, but mm. they also mentor you not just in uh, your young your young adult life, but in a field of mm. study that you have, but also in your relationship with the Lord, or maybe even a senior adult mm-hmm. and we 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 are missing out on so much mm-hmm. wisdom by not sitting down and just spending time with senior adults who mm-hmm. who have who have been there and have all the t-shirts known to man you mm-hmm. know and and have so much wisdom to share with us um, and i think i think that would be a very wise thing to do to um, that would just help, help you yes. uh, move forward faster in, in your life.
0: When it seems countercultural because students get bombarded with the message it's all about you, you know, every university is rolling out the red carpet to try to get students to come to them, hey, here's what we're going to do for you. And so that message is, and then here we are saying, look, it's <laughs> let's make it not about you, you know. The, and so I think for a student, that is an intentional decision for them to, to say, all right, I've got to, I can't go to this church just expecting them to do everything for me. Like I got to ask the question, what, how can I bless this church? How am I gifted? What What are the things that I get excited about doing? And then even paying attention to who they're connected to in that setting.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think, and I'm glad you mentioned that it's, it's not about you because uh, you know, we think that that's going to fill us and that's going to satisfy us if we make it all about us because mm. the last couple years of our high school Days, it's it's kind of been about us a little bit. It's yeah. been about being becoming a senior. It's been about graduation. Of course, unfortunately, our seniors this year, mm. uh, they they've had that struggle of of not having not having those things, which yeah. has been unfortunate. But it, you can you can fall into that trap really easily. For that sure. it's not it's and and really what what I've noticed because I've been in that camp before too. It's all about me, mm. you know. But what I've noticed is when we don't make it about us, but we make it about others there's so much more satisfaction mm. that that comes from that. And, and we put ourselves aside to make others better.
0: Mm. Um,
1: it, it's just, it's just a better feeling. It's, it's a, it's more, it's a more mountaintop experience that you could ever have. If you were just self-centered, it's all about me and I want, I want, I want.
0: One of the favorite, my favorite things that we have, you know, there's probably about a dozen opportunities that if you're a college student in Russellville, that I feel like through our church family you can connect to, whether it be our church plants from Hello Church to Circle Church to Church in the Dirt to, uh, man, there, there's about a dozen opportunities, you know, Sunday morning, you know, leadership, small group Bible studies. One of my favorite is Serve Night on Wednesday nights because it is so fun, and some nights, a lot of times I've actually helped with Awana. That's like one of my favorite college ministries too and
1: I, I, I directly benefit from You benefit,
0: <laughs> and Brandon benefits, and our church benefits, and the kids benefit. Man, to see one of – I'm telling you, man, to see – I think sometimes as a college student you forget that you kind of instantly have favor with kids. Like you instantly have – they just they just think they're cool, right. and it's like, man, I want to be like them, and they listen to them. And whether it's working with you in youth or Brandon with Awana or holding you know, – there's been some college students who faithfully watch my youngest, Miles. Man, I love that. And every time mm-hmm. I drop him off, man – he loves them like he. They love him. It's so. It's really significant. And I've seen the value of that. And what's really neat is when you on the uh, me on the outside looking in see a connection happening between these students and the, whether it's fifteen year olds or or eight year olds and they love those and and you, mm-hmm. there's like that's just, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, but it takes. It's kind of hard. I mean, I, I've had conversations with students like where they come on a Wednesday night. Like, hey, well, what are we doing? What what's happening on Wednesday night? And when I start telling them, you almost see like did a little disappointment. Like, wait, mm-hmm. there was a few years back we I said he wasn't from Russellville; he was from out of town, and he he really wanted to connect. And he and I was like, well, listen, you know, here's some things we do. And he I never saw him again. Mm-hmm. And I think you know sometimes yeah. people expect immediate; they want immediate connection without putting anything. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I, I, and I, th- I think that you know. There, there's always someone we look up to, you know. There's yes. people that that are in the next stage of life that we look up to, mm. right? But you got to think there's always someone looking up to you as well, mm. you know. So so I encourage students, even high school students, I you know I want you to look ahead and I want you to look up to somebody that's very influential and that's mm. doing the right thing the right way. But I also want you to look behind you mm. and who are those people looking up to you that are admiring you that you can be an example for. Mm. You know, one thing my wife did in in, uh, in high school. Uh, her her senior year is that you know she would um, she would go hang out and and just should call the uh, youth pastor okay and i'm not suggesting you do this for for, for me I, I would suggest you do that for someone in the church that might need it you know mm. um, but she would call the youth pastor and she'd say hey i'm gonna come over and I'm gonna babysit your kids mm. and i'm gonna i want you to y'all to go out on a date. Yeah. And I don't want any pay, I don't want any compensation. Yeah, i I just want to come hang out with your kids. That's you know? Awesome. And uh and basically she got to serve her youth pastor, okay, by doing something mm. uh that he that that was good for their family, good for their marriage, but also she got to hang out with her kids and influence her kids mm. at the same time. You know, so she yeah, had this good. mindset of I'm going to look behind me. I'm going to do something beneficial for someone Absolutely. that will really help them out. But also, I'm going to use the opportunity to mm. influence someone else that's, that's, that's younger. Thing.
0: She's getting the best of both yeah, worlds. Yeah,
1: you know. So I thought that was that was so cool. So while you're in college and you're involved in a local church, or you know some community needs, it mm. maybe you know a, a a couple that has just been busy and struggling, and maybe they're from out of town. They don't have parents that can help. Uh, go volunteer and mm. say, hey, I want to spend some time with your kids mm. and why y'all go on a date mm. and, and don't take payment for it. Yeah. Just, I'm telling you, as, a, awesome. as a young couple, mm. when, of course, I have kids now that can babysit themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But as a young couple, not having family members around that could help out, uh, man, that would have been huge. Mm. That would have been huge for us.
0: Well, and it takes a, it takes a kind of counterculture mindset, you know, of, all right, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make life about me right now. Mm-hmm. I, how can I make it about somebody else? Right. And I remember uh, we have a church member that uh, I remember he told me a story once where his son was just, I don't know what the issue was, but there was a problem. And I'll always remember he said, so I just kneeled down and, and looked my eye, eye and said, son, we're having a problem right now because you think you're the most important person in the room. I That's thought, good. yeah, <laughs> I thought he's like, but son, you're not the most important person in this room. And if we're really honest, every single one of us, there's part of our flesh heart that wants to be the most important person Absolutely, in the room. Yeah. And man, I can't tell you how many times I've thought about that. Not just with my kids, but my own life be like, mm-hmm. Justin, I'm not the most important. Don't make this about me right now. And it's such a, that God has used that. I'm so glad he shared that story with me because God has used it in my life. And I think for any freshman trying to figure out what life's going to look like on campus, if they're going to make the most of it, it's going to take embracing that I'm not the most important person. Because if they can get to a place where they exactly what you're saying, they can transition to learn to make it about other people. Mm -hmm. How can I bless these people? How can I encourage somebody else? How can I speak life to somebody else? How can I bring light into a situation that may not have it unless I step in? Like that? that is a shift of mindset and it's so important and well, and
1: it, it impacts so many things. I mean, yes. it, it impacts the way, uh, the way, uh, we relate to friends. It impacts the way you relate to your parents back home. When mm. they have, when they have wisdom, they want to share with you. I, I remember, uh, I, I completely disagreed with this with my mom a hundred percent, but I did it anyway. And guess what? what? She was totally right. She was and right. it sounds dumb right now, yeah. but, but she, you know, I, I said, I called my, I, my parents one day and I said, Hey, uh, I'm going to live off campus next year, and I'm going li- to live with four or three of my friends, three of my buddies,
0: mm.
1: and we're going to share the the rent and everything. And they're, where are you going to live? And I said, we're going to live in a trailer. And there was just silence on the phone. And I, I, I'm, I'm assuming my mom was, okay, how am I going to tell him that this is not going to work? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she said she started laying out all these things, and I was mad, and I was like, no, this is what we're going to do. We got a plan. Mm. I, it it turned out we didn't do it. And man, I'm so thankful that happened. That didn't mm. happen, you know, because that would have been a disaster. four guys living in a living in a mobile home trailer, okay, with like a two bedroom trailer. You know, no. that would not have yeah. worked yeah. at all. And Y'all so, driving each other crazy. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. So, I mean, having that mindset of it's not about me, it's about others. It changes your relationships. It change. It changes. Um, and it changes so many things. It changes the way you post on social media. Mm. I mean, it—that's a complete yeah. opposite mindset of, of, of what we see all over social media mm. of, of things that people post. And if it was about others, and if it was about encouraging others, and it was about um, helping and not hurting, and not just getting my opinion out there because I want to be heard, but it was about uh, love and. Uh, compassion and mm. it would change mm. how you post on social media. For sure.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome, man. Um, all right. So a couple of things I just kind of want to reemphasize, um, which I think that big perspective shift of not making it about me is going to help do the others, right? It's going to help me want to meet new people, right? Because if I make it about me, it's like, Hey, I've got my friends. I'm good. If it's not about me, then I realize there's an opportunity to meet new people who, by the way, might need some encouragement. I mean, man, people are showing up to campuses these days; that they're, they're struggling. We got issues, man. We need to de- deal with. And as a peer, there is an opportunity to really make an impact on people. And you see that if it's not about you, you want to meet somebody new, right? Right. But if it's me, it's like I'm good. I got my friends. Mm. But if it's not me centered, then all of a sudden now I've got an opportunity to meet some people who may they may not have a friend. Man, they may be going through who knows what, and I might be able to help them. God might use me, right, in their life. Uh, It also, if it's not about me, then, I mean, I've heard from students that they do not want to worship or be a part of spiritual things with people other than their peers. Mm. Well, that's a me-centered mentality. And it's definitely not God's design. I mean, the way I see the church and the body of Christ is there's all these moving parts and there's different... Different gifts with different people, and if we're only with a certain age group, man, we're missing out. So that that shift changes that too. Like, okay, it's not about me, and yet the tension here is God wants to use me in this place. So it mm-hmm. kind, it is about me in the sense of I've got a place in the kingdom and in God's local church, right. and man, I want to spend these years trying to figure out what my fit is in there. We tell students on Serve Night, hey, try this. And if you're just absolutely miserable, hey, there's a different fit. You know, try something else. You right? know, because we, we I joke with them It's like, you know what? We want people with the babies who like holding babies. Oh yeah. You, know, you just want them, you want those people to like holding babies. Yeah, we
1: don't want we don't want people working student ministry to hate teenagers. Exactly. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. So you want you want, but it takes time to figure that out. And if you can embrace that mentality, you're willing to kind of go through that and through the process. So, man, other what other things come to mind? Just. I'm I'm trying to transition to college well. I'm trying to do things well. What comes to mind anything else?
1: Yeah, I think um I think college is a time where uh, and I, I fortunately, uh by the grace of God, I I was able to um, uh make decisions that were 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 good and mm-hmm. um but I think college can be a time where uh that that can have uh, long-lasting regret if we if we mm. choose unwisely, <laughs> mm. and um, and I think I think um, freshmen need to have a plan for that too. Mm. Uh, you need you need to pick pick a good friend group to be with. Um, yep. You need to do the next right thing, mm. you know. And and when when something looks like it's going to be uh, what the majority are doing. Uh, there may be some there may be some times where you have to say no or mm. or maybe it's a relationship that you have and and there's so much freedom to to have in that relationship in in college uh, with each other maybe it's it's a time to get some accountability mm. and to talk to someone and to yeah. but you know whatever whatever that is I, I think a lot of college students go into college and they don't have the uh, no one's told them that, if you're if if you're not making the next right choice, you could have long-lasting regret, yeah. and uh, I and mean, I don't want that on anyone, Justin. I, I don't I'm want with you, man. I don't want someone to have uh, to make a choice in college that that uh, gives them re- regret or remorse for for uh, so many years afterwards. Well, and,
0: and I see a world. In which no one wants to embrace nor accept uh, responsibility of consequences. Mm -hmm. And so it's incredibly wise to caution and warn students that listen. You know, you've mentioned do the next right thing. Well, the implication is if you're doing the next wrong thing, there are consequences that come with that. Mm -hmm. To what you're speaking of is there's going to be things down the road that some can be devastating to your life. And that's a good caution because I think of, you know, First John 2, 15 through 17, do not love the world or anything in the world, you know? And it talks about those three things, the lust of his eye, the lust of the eyes, the boasting of, no, the pride of life and the boasting of what we have. And, you know, it's like I've, I've, I've observed and I've seen in my own life when I was in college that, that every single person has a bent towards something of the world that they can easily go after. And if they're not careful, college is a season that kind of sends them on a trajectory of what they're gonna be about. And so it is incredibly wise to say, hey, you need to pay attention because these decisions you're making on a daily basis, small decisions even, Mm -hmm. are leading to much bigger decisions that you will make in life. And I think sometimes a college student can forget It's almost as if this is an isolated time. I can make a lot of bad little decisions that will have no lasting consequences without having the wisdom to see that your little decisions are leading to much bigger decisions that could lead you down a road that is, I mean, ultimately dealing with things that you're going to wake up one day and go, what happened? Like, what do you mean what happened? You made bad decisions back here at 18, 19 years old. That's exactly what was going to happen. And that's incredibly wise, man, to pay attention, pay attention, because those decisions matter and the little decisions matter. That's why I love how you said, do the next right thing. Cause I feel like the implication that it's the little things in life right. that you choose to do and to do right, that make all the difference in the world. Yeah. I love that.
1: I think something a little more, a little more, um, a little more, just less heavy than that is, um, Uh, Maybe a little more practical is is don't procrastinate.
0: Oh, come on. Let's talk Uh, about that.
1: Yeah. So, and I I know that sounds so, so, uh, no, this is perfect, simplistic, but this um, was on my mind. Yeah. I'm serious. You know, I learned, you know, freshman, sophomore year of college that I was finding myself, uh, anxious,
0: Mm. uh,
1: really miserable when it came to, um, taking tests, uh, papers I had to write projects i had to do and i really didn't understand why i just thought it was i don't like school that's what i said i just don't (laughs) like school or it's just not my thing i'm just going to get through it because i got to get a degree a degree um but i found my junior especially my senior year that um if i didn't procrastinate and i did little things often you know uh say uh, there was a test coming up on friday if i would spend uh 30 minutes studying for that on Monday, 30 minutes on Tuesday, 30 minutes on Wednesday, and I disciplined myself to do that. Mm-hmm. I realized that I didn't have to cram the night before. Mm-hmm. And I, the feeling I had was I'm I'm prepared. It is what it's, it's going to be, what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anxious. I'm just going to let my let it all the studying I've I've done, let it it happen, you know. But the the nights that I stayed up to two or three in the morning Mm -hmm. just cramming for a test Mm. i was i was anxious i was it was not a good
0: spot no and then because let's be honest as a college student you need to experience the big road trips with your friends where you do stay up super late and you know whatever i mean I, i mean you need to have those are great experiences as a college student the problem is if you're doing what you're talking about and you're a procrastinator, you can't even fully enjoy those times because really the whole time you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to, you got, there's so much stress that comes with it. Here's what's funny. I spent the majority of my college life doing exactly what you're warning not to do. So I was a procrastinator. I did not do my work. Usually I was late for class. I was stressed out. I wanted to avoid eye contact with the teacher, so that their professor, so they wouldn't ask me the question, because I was fully unprepared for class. I would cram for test. You know, I got by. I managed, but it was super stressful and anxious. Everything you're described, I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, that was me. My last semester, I had 19 and a half hours because I made the a bad decision early on of, oh, I'll just sign up for 18 hours uh, time and then I'll just drop the hardest class okay, that works out really well until your last semester when all the classes you have left are those really hard ones mm-hmm. that you dropped. Mm-hmm. So I had a hard semester of all the difficult classes and a whole lot of hours. But here's the thing. I made a decision early on. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. Actually paid attention to that thing they give you at the beginning of the semester called a syllabus mm-hmm. that actually lays out exactly when everything is due, when you're supposed to have it done, all, I'm, I'm gonna just try. I'm gonna see how this goes. And guess what happened? I realized real quick, this is a lot better. Oh my oh, goodness! Oh, so much easier. My life is good. And I and, went from I went from super stressed to like, you know what? College is actually this is nice. Like I came to class like I'm good to go.
1: And I, it seems harder because you you have to do something. You have to do something every day. On the but, yes, but but it's the. You do some. You d- it doesn't seem like you've studied as long because you did a little bit. No. Every I tell my kids at home. Um, this is something we started probably about a year ago. Uh, you know, cleaning their rooms and yes. and really Avery, my my fourteen almost fifteen year old, she takes care of her own stuff. Mm-hmm. But my my boys are are younger, and so I had to come up with a phrase to help them know that you you've got to do you got to do the small things so mm-hmm. that you don't have so much to do when when crisis happens. You mm-hmm. know, and so basically what we told them is. Uh, a little every day makes hard work go away and uh, a little every day makes hard work go away is our, is our phrase for cleaning our room. You know, if they pick up a little bit every day, then they won't have to spend like they did the other day. Okay. They will not have to spend three hours cleaning their room when, you know, a company's about to come over, you know, yeah, exactly. you know, cause we like clean your room up because, you know, we don't want to think our kids are slobs. And, um, but you know, if you pick up a little every day, it makes the long, hard work go away. That's if good. you study a That's little good. every day and you do a little bit of the homework every day uh, or the project every day, if you just knock off pieces of it, eventually you're going to look at the end of the week and go, man, look at how much I accomplished. It doesn't mm. even feel like I, I worked so hard on it.
0: So here is the thing that comes to my mind listening to you talk about It's time management.
1: Time because
0: management. I see students showing up I mean, let's be honest, I showed up, there's, I didn't have a clue about time management when I showed up to college. No one ever sat down with me and was like, hey, because in high school, it's all kind of done for you, right? And then the college, it's literally, it's on you. And, you know, you're incredibly wise to talk about that because you've got to learn to set aside time to take care of those little things so that. It's not the day before that big paper and you're going, oh, I got till midnight tonight and I got to write eight pages right. and you're just sitting around stressed. You can't even go out with your friends that week. And yet I hear this all the time, you know, oh, I got to, you know, and you hear that. And it really comes down to managing time. The students who, and to be honest with you, the reason why I, and I appreciate you saying, let's talk about something practical. This is something that is actually a small thing. But it becomes such a big thing because the students who fail in this area, they can't do anything we've previously talked about. They can't do any of it because their mind is consumed with, oh my goodness, I've got to, even as they're trying to meet new people and go be connected in this new local church and make it not about me. You know, what's really on their mind is, oh man, I didn't study. I got to that's all that they're just consumed. They're distracted. They're disengaged. So they can't even be present with places they are because all their thing. And yet, if they would just learn to manage their time, and it's funny because I'll hear this often from students, I don't have any time. I'm just so busy. And I'll say, well, hey, let's look at your schedule. And you know what we'll find? I'll say, I'll tell you what, I'll get out a calendar or a a, a weekly sheet. We do this for our students. It has like starts at 6, 8 a.m. to like midnight every day of the week. Like, I, I want you to fill in like where your classes are. All right, now do you have a part-time job? Let's fill that in. And what's amazing is just everything you have to go to. Now let's let's fill in the things that you've chosen to go to, like local church. Hey, like the BCM. Like, hey, let's put those in. Those are good things. We're excited you're doing those things. And then you know what happens? Even after they put in the must-attends and then they choose to attend and that's a good thing in life, it's a good decision. You know what I still see on the sheet of paper? It's like they shade in the areas that they're... I see a whole lot of open space. Mm-hmm. I see a whole lot of free time. Like, hey... Tell me what happens in this four-hour block right here. <laughs> They're like, "Well, I usually..." Uh, and you know what comes out is like, "It's just wasted time." It's wasted. Now, yeah. again, in college, part of college, the beauty of college, yeah,
1: it's okay to waste some time.
0: It's good. That's good, yeah. man. That's healthy. Get you some naps in. But I'm telling you, man, if and the beauty of learning to manage your time, if you manage it well, you can freely enjoy wasting your time when it's time to waste it. Uh,
1: you, yeah, if you manage it but well, you'll have you'll have more free. You'll time have to do more the free time
0: that... to waste it. But when you're not managing, you don't do anything you're not doing what you're saying, the little things along the way, then you can't even feel good about wasting time. It's, it's, it's funny how it works, but I've, I've seen this a big deal for students. So I would definitely say for freshman or sophomore or junior or right. senior like me who still hadn't learned it as my I had one semester left and I did it. And I was like, this is great. I literally remember thinking, why did I not do this earlier? Why did I not just sit down? And because what I learned is it didn't take much time. I mean, honestly, you know, they tell you, like, the hardest part about starting a paper is just getting your computer out, putting your yep, name at the top. Yep. Once you do that, you're, you're kind of rolling.
1: Mm-hmm. Once you get into it, you're in it. You're it's done. It's the hard part's getting started. And then you're yeah. free.
0: And yeah. then it's like, man, let's go have some fun. Let's go, right. whatever, right? So that's awesome, yeah, That's man. good.
1: Um, you know, one other thing, um, you know, I think, and this, we don't, this is so simple, but um, I think it's important. Take care of yourself physically. Mm. Um I'm not saying you have to be a bodybuilder or anything like that, but you know it, it is important. Your your health is important, and um, yes. your your physical health affects your mental health, yes. which again affects your physical health. Yes. You know, and and so it's. I think it's important that uh, y- you have a plan for eating right in college, and mm. and exercising, and 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 doing some of those things that you can take care of your physical body because it'll help you in school. It'll yeah. help you in school. It'll help you in life. It'll um, and I think that's I think that's important. And and also this the reason I thought of that is it kind of ties along with um, be, be yourself.
0: Mm.
1: And, and if you're feeling good physically, mm. it's easier to be yourself, that's because good. a lot of times I think especially freshmen and I, I felt this, too. I can still remember the feeling of walking onto that sand volleyball court. OK. And what I was thinking about is how can I impress others? with Mm. me okay how can i do something be something look like something to to be accepted by others Mm. and and really what i really need to do is is just be myself Mm. and yourself is is okay you know i mean be yourself don't try to be someone you're not Mm. uh don't try to um well, and even the social media thing, man. So many people post things that just really aren't true. Yeah. You know, they they elaborate a story. They're te- you know, yep. this is, you know, this is. Uh, they they post pictures and it looks like they're having the best life. That's why I had to. Uh, I have some social media, but I don't get on it a lot because, yep. man, I'll get jealous over that stuff yep. and I'll, I'll start questioning. Uh, how good of a father I am or, mm. or they're doing this kind of thing and I'm not and, mm. and so I had to get off of that because it's mm. just mentally um, not healthy for me mm. uh, to look at that. Um, but be yourself when mm. you go to college. Uh, the person God created you to be, guess what? It's exactly who he wanted to create you that's to exact. be so good and it's it's enough that's right, that's right. And, uh, and you being you might be exactly what, the person on the other side of the volleyball net that Mm. you're going to be friends with uh, two years from now, you being
0: you, just you
1: is probably exactly who they need you to be, you know, for, for their life.
0: That's so healthy for everyone to hear. And certainly that is an age where you're right, showing up to campus. You're worried about those things. And there's a quote that I like a lot that says, let people feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it. That's good. You know, yeah. I, I really I like, like that, that because it's like, it's like I think we do in certain settings will kind of adapt our behavior and kind of change who we are because we're trying to do what? I mean, no, just, you know, I, I love what you're saying. I think there's so much wisdom in that and it's needed for people to hear. Um, Like you said, myself included, I appreciate your transparency that you say and your willingness to admit, look, I, I, you know what? I've got to detach from that because here's why. I mean, man, that's absolutely a problem right now, you know, and I've always heard comparisons, the thief of joy and, you know, certainly that's in social media. So being willing to share that, I appreciate, because I think we all need to be reminded of the reality of no, no, no God created exactly the way you are. And it's exactly who you need to be. You know, now are there areas we need to grow in? Well, sure. There's a balance to that, but I mean, but to your point, be you, Right. be you and don't let people feel the way to who you are. And Man, you know, are there going to be some people that, may not like that? Okay, that's okay. There'll be a lot of people who like, man, just genuine. You know, and and like you said, I love that illustration of having the person who ultimately will end up being a really good friend. They need you to be exactly who you were designed to be. be. That's that's the connection. Well, man, I know we could do another part of this. It's a great discussion. Do you have any closing thoughts or one thing we maybe didn't get to talk about that you want to be sure and share? For transitioning to college,
1: yeah, I mean, I I would, and, and if those who are who listening to this who are not people of faith, um, you know, I don't I don't want to. Uh, well, I do, I do want to make that a, a big deal. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anything more important than um, the presence of God in your life mm. and the the Word of God impacting your life. Mm. And you know, I don't want to uh, end with that as as something secondary but i Mm. think it's it's something that's the most important thing Mm. uh, in any part of your life i don't i don't care if it's um, going into high school going into college moving into a career starting a family or getting married starting a family Mm -hmm. i mean uh, the word of god and uh, the spirit of god in your life needs to be the priority Mm. Uh, jesus uh, Mm. the impact that He has in your life needs to be the main priority. So, if 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 your listeners are are out there today and they they don't have a relationship with Christ, Mm. um, all of this stuff we talked about is going to be difficult because they don't understand their true identity Mm. in Christ, Mm. you know, and who God wants them to be uh, for Him, Mm. and uh, because that's where we find our greatest hope. That's where we find. Uh, the purpose for our life mm. is in Christ. It's not in a career. It's not in making money. It's not even in friendships. Okay, mm. all of those things result in uh, our, first our relationship with Christ, That's and right. um, and so I would I would encourage if any any of your listeners have have questions about mm. uh, well what does that look like to to know that I'm a believer in Christ or, mm. or to know how to thrive in my relationship with God, mm. you know, I would encourage them just to contact you, Justin, mm. and your leadership. Um, or, or these are, these are some of the, f- some of the ones that will be listening to this are, are my f- mm. former seniors from call the youth group. Call, call me, you man. I would right. love to spend time with you. And even, even if it's just doubting a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not like we're going to judge you. It's, it's, we Absolutely. just want to have a conversation right. and just help you through the process of knowing what it is to follow Christ obediently, and uh, and to thrive in that, uh, because that's where we find our greatest peace, is in relationship with Christ.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that, and you know, I think you're right. It is the the core to it all, and I think college is such such a strategic time in someone's life to really ask those questions. You know, what do I? Who do I say Jesus is? Right. Like, I think that's such a you know, cause there's a lot of folks that show up to college. You're in that season. And even folks who come from church backgrounds and they kind of know the quote unquote right answers. You're still kind of exploring like, what do I really believe? And it's such a season of where they are taking ownership of their core beliefs and, and they're figuring it out. So I love that you said that because I think that is exactly right. And, you know, I think that's why to your point of like friends, they choose. I mean, I think Part of that process has to be exploring those things on a on a deeper level, to where they can explore it for themselves to really figure out, you know, what and and reading through the scriptures, staying connected to local church is going to help them continue on that journey. And uh, certainly, if if people are listening right now and and you know, hey, you you know, or if you you know, I don't know if you. you most of our listeners are within the state of Arkansas, but if we can't connect, you know, I'm thankful. We did have a podcast earlier. We just explicitly talked about, you know, how do I know if I go to heaven? That would be an episode worth listening to if you don't have a way to contact us. But many of you, you know, Dusty and I. And so I appreciate Dusty's just encouragement to say, look, contact us. We would be more than happy to meet with you on any of this stuff, you know, because, uh, and I would say even for non-freshmen, like returning sophomores, juniors, seniors, seniors, there's probably some things in here that I hope and pray encouraged you because let's be honest, these are things that we can easily forget, you know, and um, we can easily kind of miss out on. And so we hope and pray it's been an encouragement to you. Uh, Dusty, thanks so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate you and just your heart for students and I want to see them continue to grow. And
1: yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for having
0: me. Yes, sir. We're so glad y'all listened in. Uh, If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. We've got more episodes lined up and we want to get those out to you until next time. I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.